passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. For all NBA, for all NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It is Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. Woo! We needed a moment, Dub Nation. We needed a moment after that game. I think everybody did. <laughs> Hearts yep. were racing. Some gray hairs may have come for people. Yeah. <laughs> Might have taken some some years off of live. So we needed a little bit of time to uh, decompress. <laughs> sure. And process our thoughts before we got together to... Um, records. It's about an hour and a half almost after the game. And I'm just like, Justin, I like, I, it was just supposed to be 2-2. That's the only thing you can say, right, at this point, because, you know, Warriors World had a really great tweet where they said both, both teams feel like they should have been up 3-1, right? And they're going to feel like that from the way it ended, that they had a chance. And Warriors are going to feel like that because they should have gotten game one, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Because, man, like, I just knew, like, they had the game one. And then, like, Steph calls (laughs) the timeout. Let's start there because, I mean, that's, like, the biggest thing in the game, right? It's like Steph doesn't realize they have no timeouts left. Yeah. And even when Kerr burned that timeout, I'm not going to lie, I don't think that I realized that they had no timeouts left. I just thought that they just had, like, because how many timeouts do you get per, is it quarter or half? Um, I'm not entirely sure. I think you get three a quarter or something like that, maybe. There's media timeouts that are built in. I knew he burned a timeout, but I figured he still left them with one timeout. Like, I didn't think he would do a challenge 
and leave them with no timeouts left. Like, that's not a very Steve Kerr thing to do. So I did think, I was like, I tweeted like, damn, cost them a timeout. But I honestly, I didn't realize that they didn't have any left either. But the fact that I knew I immediately. Know, Huh? When Steph called it and they started like going back to the huddles, I'm like, wait, we don't have timeouts. Why is everybody acting normal right now? And the Kings bench, they they were like, they got up. But it was a while before anyone realized it. Right. I'm like, did they just somehow give them one back or did somebody foul him? Or I'm like, what is going on? Because we definitely don't have any timeouts. And then they said something and I was like, no. And I was just like, I was like, okay, they're up five. So like, you know, just don't let them get a three. They got to shoot this technical. Like, every worst possible scenario. Right. I'm like, this could happen. be a four-point possession right here. And then, of course, then Steph goes back on the other end and doesn't get the floater. And also, were you surprised at how early he took that in the shot clock? Kind of, but at the same time, Fox gambled on a steal and didn't get it. Um, I thought he might have gotten fouled right there, but at that point, he could have dribbled it out, but he shot it, and I was like, ah. Like I, I wasn't too mad at the shot. I was just like, "Damn, he didn't make it." But yeah, it was early though. Even doing that though, like even if you make it, it's still a one possession game. And, you and know, they got time, mm-hmm. right? I would have preferred you still take time off the clock to not give them a chance really at a lot of time. You know, mm-hmm. it's so uncharacteristic back- stuff. From it that. is, it is. I expect them to make those kind of mistakes, but. You don't expect as in Sacramento. That. Yes, I expect Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And right, because they took shots pretty well. They wanted to get a shot off quick, but I don't think they made some of the, the best like shots. And just like, you know, it sucked because like Clay couldn't corral that rebound. Like when who was it that shot that first three? And or I know Monk took a shot that I was like, eh, but I feel like was it Harris? Someone took a three. I don't think it was De'Aaron. And then mm-hmm. De'Aaron got it back and shot that three. And I was like, oh my God. Right. It was just, I was like, oh, not like this. They cannot right. game like this. Because I'm like, they don't even have a timeout. So, like. Yeah, if he would have hit that shot, it was over. There was no way they can get a shot off or nothing. I mean, obviously, the time ran out on the shot, but. I'm like, it's only a one-point game, so they don't even need a three. They just need a two. Like, and that's, like, their money. I mean, I know we were going to, like, guard the paint better, but, like, that's their money. So, plus, I mean, guys have been sh- have, have been hitting threes. So, it just was like, that's why I'm like, it was just meant to be 2-2 because, you know, right. it, it was. Because, I mean, that's the only way you can look at it because, like, the Warriors tried to give them this game, you know. And it's a shame because Steph really was great all game and was really so key for them. Just a very uncharacteristic mistake from him. And I'm glad that because he's such a good person that God rewarded him with a W still. <laughs> right. Made up for that mistake. Yeah. The basketball yeah. guys did no Snow Wardell. You're, you've curried favor with us, pun intended. So <laughs> we're going to hold you down. And your friend Harrison Barnes over here is going to brick this shot. Yeah, hey, some dweeb is in my mentions. Like, just so you know, Fox would have gotten around him if Draymond wasn't there. Okay, and Fox would have gotten around anybody. Like, Steph's initial coverage was good. And I was like, smart defense is not letting him go one-on-one. Like, the way teams let Dame do and the way they let other guys do. That's smart defense. 
Right. The and king Jason himself said it. One on one either. <laughs> exactly. Like, what are we saying right now? Like I was like, at what point are you trying to make exactly? Right. I mean, no, seriously. It 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 you know it took some years off my life. So <laughs> I started there. But all that to say, Justin, should we be giving the kings more respect than we have been? I give them a ton of respect. I say from the jump, well, after they won their first two games, I said the Warriors were playing them um, essentially like they were a young team that's going to make a ton of mistakes, and they weren't making those mistakes. You can say that they were at home, but they they were going out there and they were making the plays that needed to be made. And even this game, they were making the plays that needed to be made. They just ended up missing the shot at the end. So you give them a ton of respect. And it's like, for the Warriors, in my opinion, if they, if the Warriors themselves take care of the ball and just play with a certain level of respect that we're giving them, giving the Kings, then I think this could have been a five game series, to be honest. First well, two that's games. what I originally said, but like I'm not, I wasn't picking it in five because I didn't think the Kings were good. It's just that, like to me, I still think it's the Warriors who are costing themselves. Like that's that's what I'm saying. And I know that the Kings fans don't like that narrative, and I get it, but it's just to me, it's undeniable. Right. And um, you know, so. But I don't know if it's just like, because I don't feel like they don't respect the Kings, right? I think a lot of that is just you're not sharp because of the kind of season that y'all had. And they're still working their way through, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like they know how to play with each other, but they also have to like, they're not clicking on all cylinders yet. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Right. I definitely think that. And I think the style of play that they, you know, that they do all the time is just like, um, it's conducive to some mistakes being made just because it's such a high, it's such a high variant style, such a dynamic style. A lot of risky passes. And all the passing. Yeah, all the passing, just the shots that they take. Clay, Steph, and Jordan, um, the plays that they try to make, even on the defensive end, a lot of gambles that they make, Draymond, it just ends up paying off a lot of the time. So some mistakes are going to be made, but it's the the Jordan Poole throwing a full-court pass that gets picked off to Malik Monk when you have a 5 on 4 It's the, um, you know, Steph calling that timeout. It's the fourth uh, shot at the end. It's the Kerr. Um, challenging when he probably shouldn't have. It's just stuff like that, that it's like, if you eliminate those things, that has nothing to do with the Kings. That's just you just doing something boneheaded. And the the Kings did some stuff on their end too, just throwing it out of bounds multiple times. But I think if the Warriors limit theirs, we've seen when both teams play in the half court against each other, the Warriors look like the better team, right? Yeah. And I mean, we've seen in most of these games, the Kings have just had more possessions than the Warriors, which is how they were able to kick keep it close the Warriors are shooting more efficiently um and the Warriors haven't even shot their best but they're shooting more efficiently um you know like people are gonna say um Fox had 38 and 38 is 38 but like Steph had 32 and he shot the ball more efficiently right like it's just they are getting many more possessions and um you know they got better in the second half because like in the first half they were losing 
you know, mm -hmm. um, that possession battle. Um, so that third quarter in particular, they made up that gap and they kind of went right back to it in the fourth and giving the Kings more possessions, but it ended up not mattering. They just, <laughs> they survived. Yeah. I mean, Poole did have that play, but like he really did play well. Um, For sure. You know, he really helped them. He was getting to the free throw line. He made some tough finishes, um, really helped them. Um, yeah, you know, I, you know, people are going to feel how they feel, but to me, I, I've always like De'Aaron Fox is one of my best, you know, favorite players before this series. We said like in the spaces I said, I was just like, look, I just, I don't think this team is a low IQ team. <laughs> you know, I think they have a smarter coach. I think they're a smarter team. I think they're going to exhibit a poise that some of the other young teams they don't play uh, that they've played against don't possess. Um, mm -hmm. And then you also just have the factor of like Mike Brown knowing them. And they're also way more skilled than a lot of these other young teams, as opposed to a team like Memphis, whose half-court offense for the majority of the season has been terrible because they just don't – they just lack skill, right, in certain areas. Dylan Brooks can't shoot. Ja can't really shoot. Jaron, hot and cold. Bain can shoot, but we can see he's struggling right now. Whereas a team like the Kings, you got to sell out on their shooters because we just saw tonight with Keegan Murray. You give him a, a, one a few – one or two like easy shots and then now the rest of them he's hitting the tough ones now like and they got three or four guys who can shoot like that um so you gotta be you gotta keep your head on the swivel at all times gotta be locked in at all times because this team will make you pay when you don't and that's what we've been seeing in this series yeah and i mean credit to kenny he kept saying like he doesn't think that we've seen an offense like this I still think the the Rockets were a comparable offense, to be honest. It, it was different, but I feel like we've I feel like we've seen a potent offense before. Right. For sure. Um, um Yeah, but I, I I mean I agree with him. I agree with him from the standpoint of like the style. Yeah. I agree. And and the difference too is like the Warriors are older now and also Kevin Durant isn't with them. So like they're seeing that offense where they're older. And while they also have offensive weapons, it's, you know, mm -hmm. it's not the same. So, yeah, I mean, I still think if the Warriors started this series at home, it's a five-game series. I still think if they're more careful, it's a five-game series. But, you know, um, we'll see. A lot of people are saying, like, this is going to go seven. And I understand why they're saying that. It does have the feel of like one of those series, but I think the Warriors are going to take care of business and finish it in six. I do too. They just got to clean up the mistakes. Literally, they they made a ton of mistakes this game. They made a ton of mistakes in the first two games, and all three of those games come down to like one or two possessions, right? Yeah. The one game this series where they did not have an overwhelming amount of mistakes made, they blew them out. Like, it's literally right. that simple. When you play in the half court, we've sh they, they've shown that they can stop the Kings deep. They can stop the Kings offense in a half court setting. When they score and they set up their defense, they stop the Kings. And on the other end, even if they aren't getting transition bucket at the transition bucket, when the Kings have to guard them in the half court, they're getting whatever they want still. Like, it's just 
they're the better team. They just got to stop the mistakes. Which All I know is for these next two games, Kerr better be prepared to go 43 minutes with, with Steph again because, you know, like the importance of going in there. And it's going to be harder. It's going to be harder because now you're on the road. And, like, we know – I mean – I think the main guys they've been relying on know how to play on the road, you know, cause he's not like, I don't, I don't know how much burn Kaminga's going to get in this series. You know, I don't know that you put a Moody in on the road anyway, you know, mm-hmm. I still think he plays like a Dante, but I mean, at this point you're going what, like um, eight deep, maybe seven ish. Right. Cause Gary Payton, the second didn't get that many minutes tonight. Right. I think I would say for sure seven, and then you just test out uh, Dante Kaminga and Moody, I guess, in practice. Whoever has the best practice leading up there, but yeah, because um, I mean, like, what Moody had like three minutes tonight, so I just, you know, he has to be prepared to do it. He was asked about Steph's minutes, like he was asked about Steph's minutes in the fourth quarter, and he basically said Steph staying on the court. So I was happy mm-hmm. to hear that, but it's just like if you would have just played him the forty-three minutes in game one, bro. <laughs> right this could look Literally. a lot different you know so could look a lot different and like going in there and getting your win in game six it's just gonna put them on edge you come back home and close it out it's just the better scenario yeah in game five yeah yeah for sure it got to it got to hopefully the the next few days off gary can get back to 100 percent because he just didn't look like himself, obviously, out there tonight. So, right. I mean, whew. this has by far got to be the best playoff series, right? And after you watched that Cleveland Knicks game, I was like, oh, thank God, because I don't know how anyone's watching that series. Like, they barely get to 100. It's just, oh. Yeah, I haven't watched a single minute of that series. It's just, just ugly basketball to watch. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I mean, if you're not a fan of one of those two teams, oof. So this has by far had to have been the best series. And then the most comical one might be Lakers <laughs> Grizzlies. Because even after Memphis spotted them, and I get it, it's a game of runs, but bro, they scored nine minutes. I mean nine points in the first quarter. That's ridiculous. And, and still made it a close game. Right. I told you that they are not skilled. <laughs> They are not skilled. Nine points in a, in 12 minutes of NBA basketball is disgusting. I don't care how you... Disgusting. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think the Lakers should feel like they're safe. Definitely not. But they are going to. And this is why I feel like the Warriors just got to take care of business because I think the Lakers series could be an easier series for them, hypothetically, because the offense of the Lakers run isn't as complex. You know, it's a lot of LeBron, a lot of AD, and you got a bunch of others that can be schemed out of a series. And then um, they're just, I don't know, from top to bottom, I just don't think they have the talent that the Kings do outside of LeBron and AD. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the, I think the Grizzlies can actually push it to six. I do. Like, I think, you know, so even like, even if the Lakers win that next game, I think the Grizzlies can go back home and push it back to a game six in LA. Yeah. Yeah. So at a minimum, I still do think that series is going six. And because of like all the days off in the Lakers series, they would still end up finishing that series after the Warriors. I think if the Warriors can get done in six. So, um, you know, 
And if somehow it ends up being the Grizzlies, I don't think it will be. But if it does, because I mean, what a job, what a job reel off like 22 points in a row. Yeah. They had no answer for him. This is why. And that I think was on one hand. His hand is going to get better. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that series, like you said, it can go six, it can go seven. For real, for real. Yeah, they acting um, like they got that one already. It's not, it's not in the bag. It's not in the bag. But Especially we'll when I thought they couldn't even like keep up their lead last night. It's like, right? And they scored nine points in the first point. quarter, bro. Nine. There you go. They got a score. So anyway, let's um. <clears throat> this is another great team win. So let's talk some of these uh players, <laughs> shall we?